when they'll want me to like bring it home or they're like, do you want this? Like this cooler was also the thing of discussion with my dad <laughs> this time coming home. And he was like, well, do you want the cooler? And I was like, I don't know. Mom said the wheels didn't work very well, so I don't really want it. <laughs> and then the handle won't go down. So it's <laughs> <laughs> just giving me a broken thing. And then my dad was like, well, I fixed the handle and the wheels work fine. Your mom's wrong. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, well, I also realized in that time that I really don't need that big a cooler. Like, never do I ever have anything that I'm doing. But he literally said, he was like, so take it home, see how you feel. And then if you don't want it, throw it out. And I was like, I was like, I'm not going to take it home to throw it out. <laughs> I don't have as much storage as you. <laughs> he was like, well, I'm not forcing you to have it. And I was like, well, then this end of discussion, like, I don't want the cooler. <laughs> oh, my God. This is hilarious. <laughs> and then and it was as I was dropping him off. I was like, bye, I love you. <laughs> And I mean it. It doesn't sound like it, but I really mean Going it. Going back home makes you feel so crazy. Yeah. I feel so crazy. Like, all of a sudden, I'm just, like, fighting with my brother for no reason again. <laughs> you turn back into a kid. I swear. It's like a time machine. Oh, my God. It's like everything that I've worked on as an adult, I'm like, mm -hmm. doesn't matter. Out the window. Doesn't matter. For the next 48 hours, I'm the unworked on Abby. Oh, my God. Well, I'm happy to be back home. I'm happy that the festivities for now are over. It was fun while it lasted. Happy to be back. Happy to see you again. And happy to have our roomies back. We're happy to be back for a new episode. <laughs> and in case this is your first time... I'm Abby. I'm Bree. And this is Rent Free Roommates. Welcome. Thanks we, for coming. <laughs> yeah, we missed you guys. It's been two weeks. This is the new schedule. Yeah. Hopefully, it's given you some time to give our last episode a listen. I hope so. I think it's also, I'm already feeling better about it. <laughs> yeah. You know, it gives us time to adjust, get settled, yeah. catch up, do this, talk to you guys. Yeah, it's a perfect, we're recording as we're unwinding and kind of unloading from the <laughs> the holiday. So it's a perfect time. You get to hear it all live. <laughs> Speaking of, we'd love to know how your holiday went. Yeah, please let us know. Did you celebrate Blackout Wednesday? <laughs> Did you go out? Did you go out before you went home, or was it in your old hometown? I want to hear all those stories. Oh. And if so, was it weird? Yeah. Who'd you run into? I love that. I don't do it anymore, but I used to, and it was tragic. <laughs> it was always tragic. I hate looking back at those stories. Blackout one. I don't participate in Blackout Wednesday. No, I was here, and I was um, prepping the dish that I make for Thanksgiving, because it's I very cumbersome. I think, once again, I was in bed. Nice. We started... My sisters and I help with Thanksgiving now, and I love it. Like, it's weird. Uh, well, it's not It's not weird helping. <laughs> I'm happy to help my mom now. And it's fun having us all in the kitchen. We don't have a huge kitchen, but it's really just enough for the four of us, and even that's pushing it. But it's just weird to get to a point with holidays now where... I think I've reached that point of coming back to my parents and feeling like a visitor. Yeah. Like it doesn't a hundred percent. It just feel, it just doesn't feel the same way as it did when we were younger. And, but now it's better because we're kind of making new, like it's, it's like new tradition. So like now with me and my sisters cooking and helping my mom, it's fun. Cause now we're just all drinking while we're cooking and like cracking each other up in the kitchen and laughing and it's fun now. And I like that. But it's, like, still, it all comes with, like, silly family things. <laughs> it cracks me up going back home. Yeah. <laughs> because, also, 
It's adorable, like, just kind of at what point sometimes your parents just stop remembering new information about you to a degree because, like, (laughs) they'll just, like, buy you things that they remember you were eating when you were, like, 15 or 16. My dad (laughs) brought me these home, these, like, cosmic brownies, Mm. and he, like, pulled me to the side, too. Like, it was, like, a secret. He was like, Abby, look what I scored for us. I did this for you. He, like, nudged me, you know, in the arm, like, the brownies, dude. It's the brownies. And I was like, yeah, I haven't had those since I was, like, 17. (laughs) I was like. I love that. But I won't lie. When I did eat one, I mean, it was, like, all fucking sugar, but it was so good. And I was like, not bad, not bad. I was like, good for him. This is why I liked these. Yeah. Other than that, their house is full of fucking cashews six different cashews i'm not joking i'm not joking i'm not joking six different cashew brands I wow wa- when my dad hyper fixates he Those hyper fixates hard no i don't understand there's no cashew budget <laughs> wow Salted cashews this cashew that covered is the in life of luxury dude i swear to god brie <laughs> but yeah no so like they just stop forgetting information about you so i was dealing with that for food and then my house where my room used to be is just full of the bulk stuff they buy at Costco. So toilet paper, <laughs> uh, paper towels, garbage bags, uh, this family Swiffer. Uh, it's like a new, not even a pantry. I was going to call it the new pantry, but that would be just more like, fun. No, like it, it is. There just it's happens just to be closet. a bed in their storage <laughs> closet. Thank God. But we've missed you guys. Yes. And we're happy to be back doing this. Super happy. And I am, I'm looking forward to this episode because I think we're getting into kind of the, especially if last week or last episode, I should say, was your first one. Like I said, it's not our typical episode, but yeah. we do hopefully want to do more kind of relaxed ones. They won't always be so serious and us like beating ourselves up, but we do want to do some more uh, relaxed ones, just kind of us chatting. But we really, really love getting into your guys' stories, talking to you guys, your emails, anything that you mm-hmm. let us discuss, you trust us with. So definitely email us, rentfreeroommates at gmail.com. And I'm excited for these these ones. They're kind of getting back to like our first episode. The roots. Um, yeah. Got some more roommate stuff and dating and definitely stuff that we can relate to. So looking forward to getting into it and happy to hear from you guys again definitely please email us because we want to hear oh yes email us everything holidays and otherwise oh yeah (laughs) I want to know I want to know all the details about people's holidays too Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm a Grinch around the holidays (laughs) like I just don't like them I feel so rushed and I feel like I, I don't know why I think it's because my part of my job is in like retail yeah. So that stresses me out too. Definitely. So I want to know if you guys love the holidays, tell me why. If you hate them, commiserate with me. <laughs> and you can do so by emailing us at rentfreeroommates at gmail.com. Gotta let you know one more time. <laughs> or you can follow us or like us on any of our social media platforms. We always appreciate the support in that way as well. Or even yeah. better, leave a review. Yes, please do. Oh, yeah. Big news. If you didn't see it on our social media, we're available on Apple Podcasts now, guys. <laughs> yes, you guys. We're so excited about that. So go give us a listen there. Yeah. Tell your mother. Tell your father. Mm-hmm. Don't tell. Actually, tell the uncle you hate. Let him listen to us. <laughs> Let's piss yeah, them we'll off tell together. Them the bad news Let's piss of them you. off together. <laughs> 
But rate, review, subscribe there, please. That helps us out a ton. Um, and we want more roomies. We want more of you guys. Yes. So help us out, please. But also, so happy that you're listening. And happy to get into it. Yeah, let's do this. <laughs> Congratulations. You. <laughs> you played yourself, Abby. But I digress. Let's please get into the roommate before I regret any more of the leftovers I didn't take. So this one just says, it's simply titled, help. Oh, goodness. <laughs> I'm releasing my roommate from our lease and taking over starting December 1st. She hasn't been staying at the house at all during the month of November. She charged me for 100% of the utilities for November. And I told her I'm taking over everything starting December 1st. She's trying to prorate the times she was there to move things out. In quotes, I'm not paying for the heat I didn't use. She said she was in the house for four total days, so she'll pay for four days. I didn't tell her not to stay there during November. She's telling me to, quote, do the right thing. What would you do? And she said, we lived together in a signed lease since February 2022 to February 2023 is what the lease was for. I agreed to take over costs starting December 1st. And this, so this roommate's leaving before the end of the lease, obviously. Still have quite a few months left. But she doesn't want to, she's not paying for utilities, even though she left earlier Sounds like earlier than she was even planning to leave. Mm -hmm. If this, if the writer's saying that she was going to take everything over December 1st, sounds like she wasn't supposed to be out till December 1st, but Mm -hmm. then she ended up not staying there. But her stuff did. Her stuff stayed there for a whole month. She physically wasn't there, Mm -hmm. except to slowly move things out. Mm -hmm. Those are so tricky. I hate this because we've been through this. We have. With somebody else. I know. And I, that, I tell me, I was thinking about that the entire time too. And to this day, that situation still pulls me I into know. 50-50. I know. Because there's so many, like, you can really argue it one way or the other. Because, but but what, what it does boil down to for me and what people may or may not disagree with is the contract. Yeah, that's what I was going to say too. And that's the difficult part because... Yeah, ideally, when you start living with somebody, you start to build a relationship, you start to understand certain situations with them, this, that, and the other, but unfortunately, you have certain obligations, whether or not you're fully responsible for them, you know, like, use this as an example, like, with a temp position, that's like you arguing, like, yes, you're employed by them, but until you're hired full-time, Ideally, with jobs, you only get paid for the days you work. Right. So, I mean, but you don't get paid for a full five-day week. Yeah, but that's like, I don't know, that's a business transaction. This is not a business transaction. This is a contract that you signed on for. I mean, this roommate, the writer's being nice by letting her out of the lease. I personally First and think. foremost, yes. That is always the biggest, too. Yeah. And that needs to be taken into consideration because that is an arguing point, too. Because uh, people will be like, oh, you know, you know, that's a lot of money. I wasn't there. Please don't make me do this. But it's like, 
please don't make me have to one live with another stranger halfway throughout the year come up with certain ends of the rent utilities or whatever yeah. moving forward you're putting me in a position that now i have to make certain compromises what about that exactly and i don't have details as far as if this person gave her any notice this roommate i do have an inkling that she did not give her any notice because there was another she she did i was able to talk to some of our (laughs) some of the roomies this time and was able to get a little bit of information for some of the some of our stories that we have but i do know that this roommate that is getting out of lease early did at some point within this already short lease of theirs text her and she said good morning smiley face couple things i got a dog i pick her up in a week so you can have a week to prepare lol (gasps) So I don't think this person that's leaving the lease was a, much of a communicator, and but like uh, strategically, I I think she strategically doesn't communicate so that she gets her way, and it seems like she does, she has no problem in just leaving people high and dry and isn't thinking about anybody outside of herself, which. In a signed contract for a lease like this, that's huge. Is that our old roommate? <laughs> right. Gosh. <laughs> and th- and that's just where I that's where I fall. Like it's you, you have responsibilities. I under it's it's kind of childish to me at this point. People being like, "Well, I didn't use the heat." Well, okay. So then every month that we're living together, are we going to be like, "Well, you used more of the water. You were taking really long showers." I mean, we don't pay for water, but if we did, like, is are we going to start doing that? Or like, you left your light on all night one night, and so now you're going to pay more for the electricity because it's higher because of you this month. Like, there's no pinpointing that when you're all living together. And if your stuff was still there, then you're still there. Yeah. You were paying for a heated storage place at that point. Yeah. Like Whether you like it or not, now it's a storage unit. Mm-hmm. And it takes money to keep that up, keep yeah. it nice, this, that, and the other. Because we could put it out in the streets then. You're right. right. You're not there. Yeah. I'll put your shit out there. Right. No offense, you guys. I'm not this mean. No. But, like, that's just the argument. Of, right. Like, well, if, yeah, if you're going to fight petty with petty, then that's where and you And that's go, where it makes but, you be. Right. So it's just like, let's just be adults and let's just remove the emotion from it then and stick to the facts. And the yeah. facts are you signed a contract. Exactly. You should abide by that because once you bring emotion into it, you start bringing pettiness and then it becomes like pulling hairs. Yeah. Of like, oh, what about this and what about that? And it's just like, stop it. It's right. not productive to our time. We just need to be the adults that we were going to be and what we fully committed to right. when we did this. Because this person's lucky that she can cover all of this, that correct. she can lose this person and still be able to pay the bills. Yeah. Good for her. Or I'm glad. First that off, she could also just tell that person, no, screw you. You're in a contract. Right. You're paying for all of it. She everything could tell you for no. the rest of the lease. She yeah. could tell you no. Right. Because... Legally, you are a, you're binded to something for the next year or so, or however long you have to go right. for this. Till the end of their that contract. That is not your roommate's responsibility now, but they're being cool enough to be like, yeah, I can meet you halfway with this. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, you're not going to be here anymore, which was similar to our situation and why I feel so passionate about it. Because yeah. I feel like in that situation, our ex-roommate was putting a lot of their choices and the burden of those 100%. choices on us mm-hmm. because they were they were wanting us to help find their replacement, which like we had no problem reposting, reaching out to people, pages every now and then. But 
there became a point where a text was sent where they were basically telling us that we weren't putting in enough work to help them. And this was a huge financial strain on them as a result. But it's like, that is your choice. Right. You made that choice to leave and start paying another rent before you were all moved in and had it all figured out. We had a conversation with her before she left that we like, we laid down our rules. Basically we were like, okay, if, if you're really sure that you want to move out, cause she was moving with, in with somebody else. <laughs> I won't a hundred percent get into her business, but we were a little bit worried where we were like, are you sure? And trying to be friends in that moment too, just to be like worried for her and like really, really think this through. But if you're sure you really want to do this, okay, that's, we're fine as long as you find your replacement Mm -hmm. because we're all working. We all have lives. We're busy. This is, this was was not a choice that we made. Yeah. This was a choice that we're being helpful with you. Yeah. And we're helping you you chase your dream of the moment. Right. Or idea of the moment, you know, situation, I guess you can call it. So it was just, it was so, it's so odd when people, make those choices for themselves and then as a result of those choices they're unhappy and try to put it on the people right who were cool enough to try and like help them or meet them halfway to begin with because i mean at this point we were going to be living with a complete stranger right I mean, not that like that's a huge burden but it, you know if you've listened in the past episodes we've talked heavily about how we like to you know really know the people we're living with and form some sort of relationship because home is a sacred place for us yeah so for us to also be like yeah you know not ideal Mm -hmm. but go for it I mean who are we to stop you yeah so you know and then to just kind of get like slap in the face I totally get it and I get Mm -hmm. how frustrating this probably is to feel like you know I've I've been doing a lot for you Mm mm-hmm and what should just be a business deal and I, that I should be making you uphold that I'm not because we have some sort of relationship. So be grateful for that, please. Yeah. And we, and like I said, we had a conversation, we laid it out. She agreed to that. And we did try and warn her too. Like, it's not going to be easy because it was the off season for, you know, finding roommates and that it's a shorter lease, you know, some, maybe that will work in your favor that it's somebody that only needs something for a couple months because of like work or something. But it's just so, it's such a different beast, like when it's not busy season of moving and Mm -hmm. people looking for new places to stay. So we, we tried to warn her that it was going to be a while, but we were like, we're not forcing you out. And we did not make this decision. We're just, we're saying it's okay so that there's no gap of like you leaving and us having to take on that rent. That's why we have as many people in this house as we do. Mm-hmm. We can't do it on our own. And luckily for us, because she really just did kind of trick her way into not paying for utilities. And she was like trying to play the guilt card being like, I'm paying two rents. And again, we were like, at that point we were fed up and we were like, that was your choice. I don't come at us with that because you made that choice. Mm -hmm. We made it clear. So yeah, you are paying two rents. You should have budgeted for that. (laughs) Like you should have, that should have gone into your decision-making. Yeah. I wish we would have held our ground a bit better, but it was truthfully just so exhausting. But my advice to you, because I still feel a little regret in doing that Mm -hmm. because I mean, like I was just being kind of a push over there and well there was three of us to cover her utilities is different than rent 
Like Very if true. she had tried to say rent, we absolutely we would have went like guns a blazing. Oh yeah. <laughs> but it was a little bit easier because it was utilities and there was three of us. This is just one person covering all of this. So, and if she had a conversation, which sounds like they did, and she said she would start December 1st. Oh, yeah. So. Um, no doubt about it. You should. Yeah. Which I hope there's a way for you to be able to secure that money, you know. I know. That's the part that's kind of stressing me out because. Well, it sounds like, unless I'm un- misreading this, it sounds like maybe that roommate that's breaking the lease pays for those utilities and she's asking because i think she said like she's billing her she charged me for a hundred percent of the utilities so i hope that doesn't mean like she sent like a money request or something on like venmo uh but even if she did don't accept it (laughs) only only give her your share block 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 yeah no correct that makes me feel better because i was like i hope there's a way that you can secure that money somehow but honestly you having to take over and i forgot about the part where she said it goes all goes in my name at that point so i'm hoping she pays it yeah you only pay what you need to pay and she grows up Mm -hmm. and gets a little slap of reality because that that's just what it is because the same thing it's like so you made a fabulous argument brie when we were going back and forth with our previous roommate of if it were a studio apartment and that person was just leaving there would still be some sort of bill yeah even if it was just an empty studio apartment, there would be some sort of charge going on, whether it's not for when showings are happening, X, Y, and Z, you'd be billed somehow. Yeah. And you wouldn't be fighting the landlord. Right. I mean, maybe you would, but I don't think you'd win. Right, You'd no. put up less of a fight, but I mean, it's just the reality of the situation. Yeah. You pay whatever fees incur. When it gets to that, and when it comes down to somebody taking advantage of somebody that's already helping somebody out by letting them out of a lease early, which is a huge, big contract. Like that's serious and it it should be taken seriously. That's when I get into like, no, (laughs) this is a contract. Like I get all like official and I'm like, well, (laughs) let's think about it this way. So if you turn to page three, you'll see, I don't give a fuck. Suddenly I'm a lawyer. Um, (laughs) Highlighter and everything. Get the briefcase out. But I mean, just, Call a spade a spade. That's what it is. You yeah. sign on the dotted line, baby. Yeah. We're in your corner. We don't think you should pay these utilities. And we stand by you sticking up for yourself and telling her <laughs> to We stand by you changing your Venmo grass. name. <laughs> yeah. Blocking her. Whatever. Whatever you need to do. Yeah. We support it. This is such a frustrating position. I'm sorry that you're in it. We've been there. And we hope that... You come out on top. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'd bet on you. I'd love to know how this pans out. Yeah. Let us know. Yeah. Keep us updated. Yeah. And I hope everything goes well for the rest and of your lease. And if we need to stop by your house. Let us know. Give her the people's elbow. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I will not assault anybody. <laughs> We're very non-confrontational. We're just big talk. <laughs> yeah, I will. I But like, I, like, if there was a fight, I would just roll down the window and watch. That's how I... <laughs> Yell from my car. Mm-hmm. And then if you start coming my way, Brie, hit the gas. <laughs> but no, definitely keep us updated on this. Yeah, thank you for letting us discuss. Best of luck with this. Yes. Went on a great date. He left me on red for five days, so I deleted his number, and suddenly he messaged me. Says, 
Is it even worth responding? At the time, I thought the date went really well, but I know when I like someone, I try to set the next date up ASAP. He left me on red after I tried to find a night he was free. A few days later, I followed up asking how his week was, got no reply, so deleted his number. Tonight, he messaged me, apologizing for the delay, saying he was away all weekend, and asking how I am. Is the five days on red a red flag or acceptable after a first date? Unsure if I'm setting myself up to be hurt if I see him again. No way. I feel like you're just setting a boundary, and it takes two seconds to let somebody know that you won't be available. Exactly. So it's a common courtesy thing, and if that's an issue for you, I mean... I don't think you're in the wrong there. I'd feel the same way just because yeah. like they're definitely on. I mean, in in this day and age, we are on our phone at least who even know like a handful exactly. amount of times a day. So like they're actively not responding to that message. They saw it. They yeah. read it and didn't respond. I just feel like there's not a good excuse unless you had like a family emergency. Not to sound crazy. But no. five days is a long time after a first date. I would think the exact same thing. I, I would 100%. think the exact same thing. No. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're complete. I'm trying to think of like anything that might justify why they didn't talk. And with the information they gave you as to why they couldn't, I'm like, well, then, I mean, just let me know. Exactly. Especially if you did want to see me again. That's not a really good way to show it. Right. And that's what I was going to say the same thing you did. Like the excuse of I was like had a weekend away or I was busy all weekend. Nobody is not on their phone at all for an entire weekend. There is no way that that happened. So he did see it and he actively did not answer. I felt the same way when I first read this and I was like, no, he's he's using that as an excuse and it's not an excuse. That doesn't (laughs) that doesn't fly these days. (laughs) It's not. It's just not a good I would respect them more if they were like, hey, I saw this, forgot to respond to it. I don't even know. Yeah. Uh, But like just, I mean, that's just that person. I mean, I don't know them, but I feel like uh, without being a little bit judgmental, I feel like that text says a lot without saying much. It does. Uh, Especially time frame wise. And I don't want to cast judgment over somebody I don't know, but I just think at the very least their communication skills aren't what you're wanting or what make you feel comfortable. Right, yeah. They don't certainly make you feel, I mean, like, I would feel the same way if I had a really good date. I would be like, yeah, let's set this up. And to get radio silence at kind of a crucial next step in the could-be relationship, Mm -hmm. that's not going to make me feel good. And it's not going to make me want to see you. And it's just, I don't know, it's just not the best way to go into that. I mean, and who wants to look back and tell that story? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, he just didn't text me for five days, and then when he finally got around (laughs) to it, and we've been happy ever since. Right. I don't know. Kind of like an afterthought thing, like, oh, let me get back to this. Even with this being a holiday weekend, if it happened over this past weekend, it's still not an excuse, because you were on your phone. Oh, yeah. I know know you were looking at that weather app (laughs) with family time, trying to think of something to say. No, all jokes aside... You were definitely on your phone scrolling at some point, sending happy Thanksgiving texts. <laughs> of course. I mean, we all do it. I mean, it took it could have taken you two seconds. I was actually thinking about this, like, as I was driving home from my parents, because I was thinking about this writer. And 
I hate how much it has become the norm in not even just dating life, like in <laughs> modern day, but like how how much we don't communicate with people and just let people just leave people ghosted. And that whole thing is so it's such bullshit. And why is that such a norm? Because it's not like I, I'm saying that anybody even after one like not e- like you haven't even met somebody in person. Just be honest. Like that's the, my whole thing. I'm like, just tell somebody, hey, I wasn't feeling it. I think we should move on or like. I just don't see it going anywhere. Find your own wording to say it and let them down easy. Like, stop. Everybody needs to stop just not communicating anymore because oh, it that's me nuts. It truly does. I am not the best at it, like full transparency, but in working on it, I try to be very open about when I won't be free. Like, there's somebody that I'm talking to right now, and when I'm not available, I'm not available Mm -hmm. and it's always we're like oh I completely understand or if like we try and plan something or things fall through or we don't think they're gonna work out we're just honest the second we know and it saves so much time and it's been great because of that too and that's what I'm saying is it takes two seconds to let somebody know so because of that I'm thinking it certainly doesn't make me think good things no that's part of the problem with ghosting Mm-hmm. is that it creates this level of insecurity that otherwise might not have been there. Right. But either way, this is just him leaving you on the back burner. This oh, is definitely. how many other girls and how many other people is he talking to that he's not responding to them until it's convenient. I think yeah. this is a situation thing where it's just he has his Rolodex of people that he's talking to and uh, dates that he's setting up for casual whatever and is just not responding until he has time for it and if that's not the case and i'm completely wrong then he needs to work on his communication because that's how he's coming off but also (laughs) if casual dating is more his style like really loose laid back like that great but kind of not what you're looking for it sounds like so i think it's fair to text them and be like hey i'm good thank you for asking (laughs) truth be told the communication level or the level of a relationship that i'm looking for doesn't seem like what I might be getting here doesn't seem like we're on the same page Mm -hmm. so it was great getting to know you because you can openly communicate back and let them know you know I'm don't really see this going anywhere because of x y and z right and it doesn't even have to be that serious it it doesn't not even saying that like you're thinking about a relationship with this person it was only one date neither of you really owe anything to each other technically but just at, like out of human decency and just like we all need to be better I communicating. Nice. <laughs> I, I try and let people know if I'm not going to go forward or not. Yeah. And I always text them after the date too if I had a good time or not. Mm-hmm. Not, that, uh, not that I'm like I had a terrible time. Lose this number. <laughs> I have some notes Six for you. Six out of ten. <laughs> Um, Here's my Yelp review yes, of our date. Yes, I do date. have some thoughts. Uh, please email me questions, comments, <laughs> concerns. No, but I if I do have a good time, I always let my date know. Mm-hmm. It's it like makes me feel good. Like why wouldn't I want you to know that? I'm like right. I want you to know I liked this. I think all the old weird rules of like don't 
don't call them until a day after. I hate like that. all those old things. That was in a very different time of communication, period. Like you couldn't instantly communicate to people the way we can now. Everything is different. Everything has changed. Some actually a lot for the worse. Yeah. <laughs> like including communication. The the ability to do it so quickly is what makes his excuse bullshit. Oh what? And what makes it bullshit to be like I'm not going to communicate with a person for a certain amount of time after a date or anything like that not that that's part of this but it's just going back into the communication of it all anyway you're an asshole five days yeah it's almost a fucking week that's a business week fuck you (laughs) like even with Thanksgiving like I said it's just you could have said that too like hey I'll be very busy with the holidays right or like I totally turn off yeah anything but just to, like, hit him with that, it's such a, like, cavalier, like, just thought of it, mm-hmm. you popped in my head type shit. Mm-hmm. And I don't like that. And I hope that when he came back after you deleted his number, you were like, who is this? this? <laughs> oh, my God. Baby, hurt the ego. The pettiness in me. I would have done that. I have done that. Let me not even try and be a, I have done that. Yeah. And, baby, it feels amazing. Because it's not worth it. But, yeah, my opinion, just even within this little bit of texting back and forth from this little bit that you've said i don't think he's worth it even casually he just sounds like a pain in the butt like if you just want to if it's super super casual that you're looking for and you don't mind having this guy on the back burner because clearly he's just doing that then go for it like it's all up to you and how you feel about the situation but if you are looking for something like you do actively want to date and eventually to like get into a relationship this is not the guy (laughs) it's not the vibe that I'm getting I'll be honest with you and I know it it doesn't have to be super serious in the beginning and to Bree's point you don't owe each other like much in the beginning you really don't but a simple hey I won't be like like we've been like we've really like drilled home a couple times now it takes two seconds to let somebody know and it's it shows just a little bit of their decency uh interest or not especially when the last text is you trying to see them again Mm -hmm. it just says a lot I feel like the fact that they made you wait five days and then again didn't even really address when they would be free again or address that yeah that's that's kind of your answer right there that's kind of the part that rubs me the wrong way because it's like okay well so you're texting me now you see the last text are you going to answer it? Right. Why didn't you answer that? And it's just kind of like a blow off and dismissing it. And that's the just the vibe I don't like for that. And I don't yeah. think it's worth your time, mind games, especially that early too. No. That's the thing is I feel like it's very easy in the beginning. As much as, as new as it is, I always feel like it's easy to get a read mm-hmm. on certain things about people, communication styles, like attachment styles because mm-hmm. I had a guy after one date who would like send me red flags if I didn't respond at a certain amount of time of his <gasps> like I forgot about that and that was crazy because I'm like we are in a brand new like stage mm-hmm. and 20 minutes is 20 minutes that's weird and it wasn't days it was just like yeah that's a very different 20 minutes to an hour but same thing I would like I it felt crazy though but I let them know when I weren't when I wasn't available yeah people show their true colors and there's really something there's something to that if they wanted to they would oh yeah like if he wanted to 
Because you put it out there. You showed interest. So it's not like he had anything to guess about. You are excited. You're, you wanted to set yeah, up another could. thing. Yeah. Even if it was like, and it's and you doing that is not being like overbearing. No. You just, you're Either like, pick okay. pick it up or put it down. Right. We got past the weird first date. First dates are fucking weird. Everybody's an alien. Nobody knows how to act on a first date. Yeah. <laughs> so you were just trying to set up that second date because you were like, okay, there was enough in this weird first date to be like, let's try this again. And like, maybe we can be a little bit more ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just didn't get back to you. So there's your answer. I would have done the same thing yeah. and I would be thinking the same thing. So yeah, I'm glad you deleted their number. Keep up with that. Yeah. <laughs> He's not worth it. it. <laughs> Hit him with the, who's this. And <laughs> if you're feeling weak, email Bree and I, and we'll reinforce <laughs> that he isn't shit. So yeah, <laughs> your time is better spent than waiting to hear back from this guy. Sorry, Charlie. Bye. Best of luck. You'll find him, babe. Yeah. This one says, do you believe it's acceptable that your partner messages ex-casual sex friends? Been with her about a month and a half. A guy she was casually sleeping with right up until the week before she met me had his birthday. I saw their message exchange and she was casually talking with him while we were meeting. She never met with him while we were seeing each other. We then got together and she let him know that. But then out of the blue on his birthday, she messaged him. Happy birthday. Hope you have a great day. X. This was a week ago. I definitely am not comfortable with her doing that and have let her know. She has since blocked him completely because she said she doesn't want him to cause any issues. Should I be worried? It was a very normal message, but they were sleeping together not long ago. And why would she just message him that out of the blue? It doesn't make sense. Am I overthinking this and taking it too far? Oh, that's tough. Yeah. I totally understand, like, both of their feelings with it. Yeah. Like, why they would feel this way and why they would feel that they're feeling this way. Mm-hmm. My initial response to that is, do we know how serious the relationship between her and the ex-partner was? Like, if any feelings had ever developed, if it was strictly just sex, like, how casual it was. I just, like, anything about that. Because I feel like that could be a good determination on maybe the level of worriedness Mm -hmm. I understand like the happy birthdays I mean I really don't ever message people happy birthday unless I personally talk to them more often Mm -hmm. and even sometimes it's just a quick like I don't know I guess I just really these days I don't really take the time to wish you happy birthday unless I talk to you (laughs) truly I yeah even like the whole even saying it on Facebook, I rarely do that. I rarely do. So I understand, again, so that's why I'm understanding of like, mm, that is mm-hmm. a bit weird too. Could just be innocent, but it's like, I mean, as annoying as it is, but like, birthdays are a dime a dozen now. And it's like, <laughs> you know, I don't know as many people or have as much time to worry about as many birthdays. Yeah. So I get the insecurity there. I wish I just knew how serious Totally. And I initially felt the same way too. I, first off, like your feelings are valid. I told him, I was able to talk to this roomie a little bit and I told him your feelings are valid. I would react the same way he did 
But I'm glad to hear that they had a conversation. Oh, yes. That, I was thing. really happy to hear about that. And yeah. that they were, they openly communicated about it. Mm-hmm. And that she took action yeah. to try and make you feel more secure. I really like that from her. I hope she didn't do it and feel like it was an overreaction. I hope blocking, maybe you two came to the mutual understanding that that was the best thing to do. Because mm-hmm. that was really big for me is I don't want somebody to be like, well, I'll just block them. and kind Because of, there's a way to go about it to make you feel like your feelings aren't valid for that. Yeah. And gaslight you for it. So I hope that blocking was maybe a mutual understanding mm-hmm. um, or a mutual kind of choice that you both made with each other. Yeah. I, our brains were working the same way because I, my brain went that way a little bit too, but it was more so even just being like trying to see her side of it too. And I think also just like wanting to look out for the girls. And I was like, how was this conversation? I was able to ask him and I was like, was it a good, was it kind of an argument or was this a good conversation? Yeah. And he said that she actually started the conversation. So she brought it up and she, she was forthcoming with these messages and she showed them. And so it's not like he like found them or anything like that. Like, it sounds like it was a very good conversation from what I can tell from your question earlier too. It sounds, it it really just sounds like it was very casual, just like sex between them. Mm -hmm. I can't be sure, but because initially I was like, okay, I've had fuck buddies too, where like, you get a little bit into it and like you're they become this person that you're normally talking to and it can be hard to move past that I would think that because she has this relationship it's turning into a relationship with the writer that it wouldn't be quite as hard because now you have a new person to tell everything to Mm -hmm. but there was like there was part of my brain that I was like okay I can kind of see that because when I've cut things off before like breaking a cycle still like old habits die hard yeah so I was like is that what this was but even if that was the case I still see his side of it in his position I too would be a little I would be uncomfortable by that and So, you know, I'm glad to hear that they had this conversation. She was forthcoming with it. And it really sounds like she, from what he said, like he, he, he really seems, he really likes her. (laughs) I think he's, he's really in this and he really wants to make a relationship out of it. Yeah. And he is having these conversations. Mm -hmm. It sounds like they're both being open-minded to each other, which I'm again, very happy about. And I just kind of in relating to him and in saying that I would have had the same reaction as him. I was saying that our jealousy is something that we need to work through. Like we're, your feelings are valid that you're having that feeling, but it's not her that made you jealous like that. Like we need to figure out our own jealousies because we're having that reaction for a reason, but it's on us to kind of figure that out. And if it's a good partner or even like, even if it was just friends, like if you're a single person, like, why am I having these jealous reactions? There is something that happened in the past that made you feel that way. So we, that's like what we need to figure out. That's what we kind of need to boil down. And it sounds like because she said something to him of, let me, like, I want to know if anything's making you uncomfortable. Cause that's what I was saying. I think what it, from when I got to message a little bit more, just to kind of get more details and kind of clear things up a little bit more. It does sound like she, like he was honest. It was making him uncomfortable. It was a good conversation. And that's where the 
blocking him or deleting whatever came from. So it does sound like it was kind of this mutual decision that, or maybe she even said that like she was doing this to make him feel better. So it feels like she's putting in effort to make him feel more comfortable. So it sounds like they're both equally trying to put in effort, which is good. Like that's a good foundation for a relationship to start on. You're both being honest with each other, both trying to hear each other out and have good communication. So I was like, you know, just be, don't be afraid to be vulnerable. It sounds like she's asking for that vulnerability. She wants to hear that from you. And it sounds like they want to work on everything together. So like that's, it sounds like you both are really trying to make this a relationship. It's pretty new still. So, but if you're already working through things, it just takes good conversation and honesty. Cause it sounds to me like they were just on different pages. I think the clearly communicating with exes is something that makes him uncomfortable, but in her mind, it, this, it's seemingly, this held no weight. So it it felt very harmless to just say this to this ex hookup person. So it it's just getting on the same page. So that's all the conversation needed to be is just like, oh, I didn't even think of that. Thank you for telling me that it made you uncomfortable because now I know. And she stopped it dead in its tracks. And that feels like really good to me. I think that's a good sign. And I think that's all it comes down to, at least for this specific situation, is because everybody can be on completely different pages of communication with exes and things like that. Some people find it as, some people stay friends with exes. Some people can't even understand how people do that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in the latter camp. I, I, I don't know. I don't really have serious enough exes to know, but... Um, the fact that all of my exes are just like very casual things is why I'm like, no, I'm not going to stay friends with them. (laughs) Well, I, what I feel like I really like about this story coming after the one that we just talked about too, Mm -hmm. the dating one is because it really does stand to your point of if they wanted to, they would Mm -hmm. because each of these roomy stories that we're talking about are about two very new relationships. Yeah. One where, I mean, each kind of where like they don't know if they were in a position quite yet where their feelings are valid, but it's true. I mean, you find a partner who is going to communicate with you, they will. I mean, the relationship is only a month and a half. You could easily argue it's not that serious for you to be. I mean, if they wanted to, that is Mm -hmm. one way to look at it. And if you get the person whose communication and mindset is that or who isn't willing to hear otherwise you may get that banter back but the fact that she sat down addressed it had that conversation with you being the recipient of like the issue Mm -hmm. I think is a testament to her communication style the maturity how she feels views feelings relationships in general Mm -hmm. and just overall like how it makes like she's conscious of how other people feel and how her actions affect others which is I think advice the person from the last story can look at with this how this person communicates I mean this woman is like I said the recipient of this uh, man's emotions Mm -hmm. and how she's responding to it I I think speaks volumes and how that guy is responding to you I think speaks volumes too Mm mm-hmm And I think you get your answer with how each of these people respond to those situations. She's clearly open to communication. And like I said, how her actions can affect her partner and other people. And I really like that. And I like that 
you know, as a roommate, I think we can call you out in the nicest way possible too, (laughs) because I think, yeah, a little bit, some of this is overthinking in my opinion, especially after that conversation, at least the way I would take it is I would feel really good about where you two left off. And I think it would really ease a lot of my concerns. And I think Bree's correct in thinking that, yes, something did make you feel this way, but continuing to communicate when you're uncomfortable or when you encounter those situations, I think is the best way to get through those. So just speak up, uh, continue to do that. It sounds like your partner's very open to that, which I'm really happy about. And I'm happy that even though this could have been easily been taken another way, she was immediately receptive to hear how you felt about that. And I think that's a really great sign for what could potentially come with your relationship. Mm-hmm. And I, it made me think of, I think I told you about this quote when I watched the episode and I heard about it. Kylie Sonique Love on one of the all-star episodes of mm-hmm. uh, Drag Race said, I think what is my favorite quote of all time currently at least because it can it falls in a lot of opportunities and I feel like it can kind of help this kind of what I was saying with you know we kind of need to figure out where these jealous feelings are coming from and what triggered them and why they're triggered by things that we're still going through but she said don't let the hurt child make grown-up decisions yes yes I did like that quote too when you told me yeah but yeah I feel like that can even come into play with this situation that it we have these feelings or whatever it is from the past and it is so easy to let them affect the the relationships we're currently going through but I don't want to like I never want to tell somebody like you're overthinking it I never want anybody to feel like almost not victim blaming but within the same neighborhood where it's like you're blaming this person for feelings that they're having for maybe these walls that they have built in the past that they didn't even realize are there. So I did, you know, I just, I was happy that he did have this conversation Mm -hmm. and I said, let yourself continue to let yourself be vulnerable because it sounds like she's asking for that. And it sounds like she's open to that and wants to kind of help you through those things. So that's a great thing to have in a partner. (laughs) That's like, that's all you can ask for really you want somebody who's it really is gonna communicate with you and work through things so and I think as time goes on too especially like Bree was saying the more you continue to be open and talk about that I think the easier it'll be to start to feel more secure and I think those uh emotions or past triggers will start to go away yeah especially as you and your partner start to develop really Uh, healthy communication styles which it sounds like that's in the beginning of what it's starting to look like which I I really really like and Mm -hmm. I'm excited to see where this goes for the both of you I yeah it sounds like it could potentially be off to a really good start (laughs) yeah so I'm excited yeah because it's I do remember saying too she hasn't shown anything yet to make you distrust her like to make you not trust her. Yeah, so right. it's different when somebody's done something where you have a reason to really keep thinking about this and mm-hmm. you can't stop thinking about it because they've shown you. But this being, especially being that she brought it to him on her own and was like, Hey, just like, I just wanted to clear this up. That's kind of, that's a feeling I get from it. So I think that's great. So don't, don't rag on yourself for, feeling like you're Mm -hmm. overthinking or 
don't be too hard on yourself for being like, exactly. I'm overthinking this. Well, I'm doing she this. Knew. She yeah. knew it would, could obviously be perceived a certain type of way or mm-hmm. make somebody feel a certain type of way. So in a way, she's also validating that feeling too. Yeah, that's true. By addressing it. She knows that this could, you know, make you feel one way or the other. Mm-hmm. So I don't think you're crazy at all for thinking that. Yeah. She's looking at it from your point of view. And I think that's really important here. Yeah. And then sometimes the hardest part, especially if you're just a person that lives in overly obsessing about things, <laughs> much like I do myself, mm-hmm. um, the hardest part is just moving on sometimes. So you've talked about it, yeah. and I hope that you feel like you've made pro- – it sounds like you guys made a lot of progress in that conversation. So once you've made progress, now which <laughs> to quote another drag queen, I'm not trying to, I'm not doing it on purpose, but water off a duck's back <laughs> – it's just so quotable i'm so sorry that these ladies are so deep yeah they just have all the answers drag queens have all the answers yeah you need the answers go watch rupaul yeah sorry Um, and then you'll understand the quotes yeah (laughs) but i appreciate you letting us talk about this because i liked the perspective but i think it's a good example of something that could go mm -hmm. wrong but But, like, you guys didn't let it do that. Yeah, and whether or not this proceeds further, at the very least, you know what open, healthy communication looks like. Right, bring that with you. Yeah, bring it with you. Know how to bring that into the next one if this doesn't go any further. I mean, I personally, I'm rooting for those. We hope that things do continue to go well. And then when you're engaged, invite us to the wedding. (laughs) (laughs) Only if it's open bar. No, I'm just kidding. I will go. I will go. Uh, but we have one. We do have requests. Please mention us in the speech. Come on. <laughs> but in reality, do just keep us updated. We are really rooting for you guys. And I hope that at the very least, you just continue validating your feelings. And if not, just reach out to us. We'll help you. Yeah. When in doubt, reach out to Abby and Brie as well. Or watch RuPaul. That's what we leave you with. Those are the rules. I think you guys set a good benchmark for yourself. So Agreed. keep this as like moving forward. And End it with a RuPaul quote? <laughs> I mean, it's got to be, if you can't love yourself, yes, how the hell are you going to love somebody else? <laughs> Can I get an amen? Amen. <laughs> I hope we don't get like, <laughs> I hope Rue doesn't charge us for using that quote. Oh my God, baby girl. I cannot afford it and you have too much money. You pay me. Better yet, you pay us. But it's all out of love. Yeah. Well, if anybody else has anything else they'd like to discuss with us, anything they need reassurance on, another perspective, maybe just advice, a listening ear, mm-hmm. where can they email us, Brie? You can email us at rentfreeroommates at gmail.com. And if you're a little shy and you don't want to do that, you can just stalk us on social media. Yeah. Go rate, review, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, mm, Spotify, Google Podcasts, basically anywhere you can find a podcast at this point. Because we're everywhere. We really are everywhere now. And we're, we're just only going to keep going. Yeah. We're just going to keep growing. But we really... It helps us out. So happy to be back. Hope you guys had a good holiday weekend. And here we go, guys. We're in the holidays. And with It's all coming. I have some leftovers to go eat. (laughs) Ooh, yeah. The only leftovers I remembered to bring. (laughs) So we will see you guys. Next time. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye.